Northland Outdoors Radio. Northland Outdoors Radio continues. I'm Brett T-Bone Amundsen, and and, uh, if you like to bow hunt, if you like drawing back a bow, letting an arrow fly, uh, you, you have to try bow fishing if you've never done it before. Uh, it's a chance to shoot your bow more in one night than you're probably ever going to do in your life uh, from a tree stand. And uh, Matt Cargus is one of the guys that introduced me to bow fishing, actually. He's with Minnesota Archery in Litchfield, and he joins us now here on Northland Outdoors Radio. Matt, it is, uh, bow fishing is an addiction, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's a, it's a, a wonderful sport, and it's an active sport you can do with the whole family. And I tell you what, Brett, you nailed it when you said that you go out one night of bow fishing and you have the potential to shoot your bow more in one night than you do the entire deer hunting season. <laughs> Man, especially if you get into good fish. And uh, like that kid in South Dakota shot that 51-pound uh, buffalo. I mean, you can find some big fish doing this. You don't just see big carp when you're out. There's all kinds of, of different fish that you're going to see. But yeah, you, you and you know firsthand you can get into some to some monster monster carp, and especially you know buff a 51 pounder. That is that's unheard of. That's, that's a, you could probably ride that thing. <laughs> you know, and, and one fish I haven't shot yet that I want to is a gar. And that kid in South Dakota that shot that big buffalo, he actually had the record. That's a state record, by the way, 51 pounds and however many ounces it was. He actually oh, held a him. yeah. He held a previous record shooting the biggest gar. It's been broken uh, now, but a couple of years ago he held the record for biggest gar. It was I think 54 inches and just over 19 pounds or something like that. So that's a fish I want to go after next. But what I what I want to talk today, Matt, about is for people that haven't gone bow fishing before, what they need to do to get into it, what kind of gear they need to get. Because it can be a little intimidating for people that, you know, either haven't gotten into archery or, you know, have done a lot of fishing, but they're like, so what, I'm going to tie an arrow to my bow? How how does this work? Tell us uh, if somebody comes up to you and says, I want to go bow fishing, tell me what I need to get kind of a common misconception when it comes to bullfishing that you're going to have to invest a whole lot of money into it and that's just simply not the case um i guess if we get a new person that just wants to try it out the the number one thing um i would suggest to them is just to find maybe an older used bull that they can um put a reel on and and get out and shoot some fish i would say maybe not be as concerned as you would with your with your bullfish and bull for, for sizing as you would with your deer hunting bull because you are just shooting that fish. But if you have something laying around or know a buddy that has an old bull, um, that'd be a perfect way to get started. And you can always build from there. There's many, many manufacturers that make bullfishing specific bulls, but you don't necessarily have to have something like that. I've put bullfishing setups together and, uh, and got people out the door for, I would say, even under $50, to be honest with you. Wow. Here's where I would make a suggestion is invest into, into a good reel for safety. Um, you can get some of the, the older spool type reels, or I've seen people make them out of coffee cans even, but some of those older reels and the spool reels can be a little bit more dangerous, and especially if you have a kid or someone shooting a little bit lighter poundage. Um, my, my fear is having that bind up and getting a snap back on that arrow. Um, I would say if you're, you know, if you're going to get into it, maybe one of the better ideas would be to put a little bit more money into the reel than, you know, necessarily into a usable, but get, buy something nice. AMS makes a nice reel. Cajun makes a nice reel. Um, even like a, a muzzy, there's spin, people that use spin cast reels for it, but, uh, but do get yourself a, a good fishing reel. 
And they make, you know, there's rests you can get for bow fishing. They, there are sights. I know a lot of guys don't use sights for bow fishing. Uh, lighted knocks. There is some, some more specialty gear you can get too. Sure, yeah. You can get as crazy as you want. And it is pretty cool shooting a fish with a lighted knock yeah. and watching the thing kick off at night <laughs> with, a, with a lit up arrow. Matt Cargis, our guest from Minnesota Archery in Litchfield here on Northland Outdoors Radio. Uh, Where this time of year, if people are, they got the gear, uh, they got the boat with the platform and the lights, or maybe their buddies got it, where should they be looking for fish right now? Well, you can, you can probably shoot fish on just about any lake. Um, I'm still seeing fish in the shallows spawning. Um, and actually, I would expect them to be for the next you know couple weeks even. Um, so getting into even some of the, some of the more weedier areas, trying inside weed lines, outside weed lines, um, it depends on the fish. If you're looking for gar, I've shot short-nosed gar just out in the center of the lake at, in the middle of the night, just driving through, kind of putzing, you'll see them swimming right on the surface. So it depends on the species, but you're going to probably see some of those, those bigger ones still spawning. Um, if you're, if a lot of the time, if you're striking out in too shallow of the water, maybe try pushing a little bit deeper. You might be surprised that you, you catch some big, some big fish to kind of suspending on that outside weed edge. And obviously water clarity helps so much and, and calmer days help so much. I know that Douglas County bow fishing tournament just took place and it sounds like they had uh, quite a bit of wind to deal with. And, um, maybe that it sounds like some guys, shot i think the winning team shot 92 fish or something so clearly the wind didn't seem to bother them too much but matt on a windy day will you think twice about going out there you know i i do kind of question it depends on the lake and and the wind direction um google maps is is a wonderful tool to use for for anything outdoors really so if you know what direction the wind is on maybe pick out four or five different lakes check them out from from google maps or google earth and get an, uh, an image and see if there are any bays that you can sneak in where you're not going to have as much wind. But yeah, I, you know, a lot of the time I will refrain from bull fishing when it's windy just because it is a little bit harder to shoot fish. And sometimes that water gets stirred up and um, a guy can get a little bit frustrated when you're getting blown around and hard to steer with your trolling motor. But, but yeah, just scout your lakes. Maybe, maybe put a game plan together a few days ahead of time if you know you're going out. And, and check it out, see if there are any bays. I mean, we have a, we have a lot of lakes in the state to choose from, and uh, you should be able to find something just about any night you really want to go out. Matt Cargis, our guest, Northland Outdoors Radio. He's with Minnesota Archery in Litchfield. Have you ever gone over to South Dakota to bowfish? You know, I, I haven't gone to South Dakota. I've, uh, I've fished out on, on Big Stone, but never into South Dakota. But I've had customers that have where you can, uh, you know, on, I, I think it's on some of the some of the rivers you can shoot even game fish, can't you? That's right. And, uh, yeah, there's some special regulations. There's some reservoirs and parts of rivers and different section of the big rivers over there where, yeah, you can shoot walleyes. There was even one, like, I, I talked to the game and fish and parks over there just to clarify on this because in the regs there was one reservoir. I can't remember which one it was, but they had stocked muskies in it way back when. And according to the regs that I read, if you were bow fishing on that lake and it was during the open season for game fish, you could shoot a muskie <laughs> if you wanted wow. to, if you wanted to, of yeah. course, you know, I'd, I guess I might have a little bit of an issue yeah. shooting a muskie, you know, but, right. And I'm not, but, I'm not saying go shoot a muskie. I'm just saying that that's the, the regs are definitely different over in South Dakota. And, I, and when I asked him about that, he's like, well, we haven't stocked muskies in that 
than that lake for uh, a long time. So if you see sure. a muskie, you're going to be lucky, let alone try to shoot one. But yeah. my point is, yeah, that you can shoot walleyes over there, which I wish we could shoot walleyes because that that's the biggest problem with bow fishing, I think, is it's a great tool to get rid of carp in a lot of these lakes because they're normally unwanted. It's a lot of fun. They're big fish. They do a lot of damage. So, But what do you do with them after you shoot them, especially if you shoot 92 fish or you shoot a barrel full of fish? You know, you've got to find uh, a place to put them because that's one of the black eyes with the sport is what, Matt, guys are dumping them in the ditches. Yeah, you're, you're right there, Brett. And, and I would really urge people to, you know, maybe even seek out a, a mink farmer. A lot of pig farmers will take them. There's a guy locally by Litchfield that he does fish immersion and turns it into like an organic um, an organic powder that you can put on your garden. There's, there's starting to be some more, some more outlets for people to dump their fish. Um, I've had good luck asking dairy farmers if we can put them in their manure pits, and a lot of them, um, they, they really like that when, they, when you throw it in the manure pit. It seems to dissolve the fish a little bit faster, and it's just a wonderful fertilizer. But, yes, let's, let's all do a, a bowfish in a favor and be as responsible as we can. Um, we, don't want to, uh, we don't want to get this privilege taken away from us. Um, so, so seek out a, a good spot to, for, for fish disposal for sure. Before we let you go here, Matt, we just have a couple of minutes left. I want to talk about this because you got to be as excited as, as I am about it. We're less than three months away from climbing up in a stand to be able to shoot that big game with our bows. Yeah, baby. Yep, it's, uh, you know, and, and now is the time, guys and, and gals, get, get into your local archery shop ahead of the rush because if you expect to get a string on your bow the week before bow hunting season, <laughs> you might be surprised that <laughs> you might not have your bow for opener. Um, right now is, is a great time to, to get your bows out, start practicing. We really do owe it to the, to the game that we pursue to be as best as we can be and to, to make an ethical shot. So start shooting, pay attention to your equipment, um, if you have any, any questions on whether you think you need a string or if there's any issues in tuning, you can always call us at Minnesota Archery or go to any, any close local pro shop. And I would stress going to, going to a pro shop. You're going to find some, some really knowledgeable people and some educated people. And get out there and get practicing. Grab your kids, bring them outside, have a, have a good time shooting some targets with them, go, go to a bunch house, whatever you got to do. But uh, like I said, we owe it to the animals to be as good as we can be. Well, maybe when we get closer to uh, the season opener, we'll have you back on the show. It's Matt Cargus, Minnesota Archery. Matt, where do they find you in Litchfield and online? You can find us online at minnesotaarchery.com. Um, we are downtown Litchfield, Minnesota. And if you, uh, if you ever want to call and have a question, um, give us our, I'll give you our, our telephone number. It's 320-693-2061. Matt, thank you very much. Yeah, thanks, Brett. And hey, you want to shoot a gar? I've got a pretty good spot we can uh, we can bring you to. I'm on my way. <laughs> I'm leaving now. All right. Next up on Northland Outdoors Radio, Jim Sable, the executive director of the Clay Target League. Find out how big this league is getting next on Northland Outdoors Radio. 
Hey, anglers, looking for a destination where walleyes, fresh air, and fish fries are a way of life? Look no further than the famous waters of Lake of the Woods. From Bedette and the Rainy River to the main lake up to the Northwest Angle. Here, you'll enjoy the best walleye catch rate in the state. Maybe you'll pursue world-class sturgeon, pike, or muskies. Plus, you'll find lots of full-service resorts offering charter boats, delicious meals, and lots of Minnesota nice. Come experience the walleye capital of the world. Come experience Lake of the Woods. Catch the details at lakeofthewoodsmn.com. You're listening to Northland Outdoors Radio.